Hello everyone, Dustin Zarni here, Democratic Elections Case Commissioner for Onondaga County. Happy Holidays, it's the day after th uh, Christmas, not Thanksgiving. <laughs> uh, last week, I was unable to bring you a commissioner in the car because I was really, really sick. Uh, my wife and family had the flu, and so did I. And uh, it made for an interesting holiday, but we survived and... I'm on the mend, and uh, I'm kind of glad I didn't because that I didn't bring you a commissioner in a car made you miss me. Uh, but mostly, it's because I really wanted to um, do one this week if the governor signed the uh, election alignment even year bill, which she did on Friday. Uh, if you're on Twitter Friday night, then uh, you will see all the tweets that were coming from the uh, uh, Republican opposition to this across the state, including our own county executive, but, you know, a few others as well, a lot others as well. This is a very controversial bill, um, but a bill that I supported, a bill that uh, personally I supported, bill uh, voted on by the county or the New York State Legislature and uh, now signed into law by the governor. Now, there's been promised legal action on this and... Um, like always, any kind of legal action can take a couple years to go through the course of the 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 New York State, or at least a year anyways, and uh, that's okay, because this legislation really won't take effect until 2026 at the earliest. Uh, I guess maybe 2025 would be the first year that effects will happen, but you won't notice it on the ballot until 2026. And I kind of wanted to explain what is moving when it's moving and what's not moving and what's the plan on that in the next few years. So, but I'll just uh, kind of go over what the purpose is behind this bill. This bill is to align elections with years that voters tend to go to the polls. Um, and those are the even year elections. Now, I, I did a tweet about this on Friday night or Saturday morning, can't remember when. But uh, just to show you what the difference is, we're not talking about four or five percent difference in turnout between even and odd years. Uh, presidential elections in Onondaga County average between 73 and 77 percent. Uh, midterm elections average between 49 and 60 percent. And odd year elections, that's the ones that are not even years, that are not federal, that don't have federal elections involved in them. They average between 27 and 31%. So it is a drastic difference in the number of voters that come out and vote in even years as opposed to odd years. Uh, so what does that mean? Why, you know, why uh, did the authors of this bill do this? They did this because they felt like it would be better to have more people voting on local elections than less. And eventually, eventually, it could save some money. It won't save any money for the rest of this decade, at least. But eventually, it could save some money if all elections are moved to even years and you have more off-year, uh, non-election years. Which, by the way, happens in other states. There are a lot of states that don't have elections. Hawaii, a few others that don't have elections in every year and don't have elections in uh, odd years, uh, that they only have them in even years. That doesn't mean that there aren't board of elections happening because the work of board of elections still happen, but the mass amount of uh, dollars that are spent by boards of elections are actually the election events themselves. So if there are no primaries and no 
elections in the odd years, it could save some money. But because of the way this bill is structured, because of the additional bills that need to be passed, that probably won't happen until at least 2030, 2032. Uh, but let me explain. And I think it's easier to explain first which offices are moving and which ones are not and why, and then when those offices are moving. So the offices that are moving in this election uh, alignment bill are any town offices, any county legislature offices, any uh, um, county executives or county comptrollers. These are the offices that are going to be moving to even years starting in 2026. So in Onondaga County, that would mean all of the 19 towns that we have, their board, their boards are either elected as two or four year terms or the supervisors at two or four year terms. Um, they're all elected on odd years and they're now going to move their elections to even years starting in 2026. And there's a complicated way to do that. The same with our county legislature and the same with county executive and county comptroller. What is not moving is the city of Syracuse, all of the offices in the city of Syracuse, the constitutional offices, DA, uh, the district attorney, county clerk, and sheriff. Though noted in Onondaga County, the sheriff is already on even years, and any judicial races, uh, which probably, I believe, includes town judicial races. And that is because, and also villages. Villages that were not included in, in the law. And there's several different reasons why all of those things are not included in the law. The cities and constitutional county offices, DA, county clerk, and uh, uh, and, um, uh, and, and and county sheriff, those offices are set forth in the Constitution to, to happen in a certain way. The cities are set forth to happen in odd years in, in the New York State Constitution, and the uh, uh, the DA county clerk and uh, um, and the uh, sheriff happen where they do not necessarily have a set year. It's whenever that year is open, they run for a full term. So if something happens, like we saw in Onondaga County, the county clerk's race used to be on the presidential election going back many, many years. And then in 2017, the county clerk uh, retired to take the county uh, uh, juror job, and then that office was put up for a vote on uh, uh, on that year, and then moved to odd years ever since. So that is why uh, those offices, and that's why the judicial offices are not them. And to fix those offices, they need to do a constitutional amendment. Uh, a constitutional amendment in New York State requires two uh, votes of the. Uh, New York State Legislature, and then a vote of the uh, the, uh, uh, the the public, and uh, that can take from anywhere from four to five years to get done. So uh, that is going to be the next round. And in fact, the bill authors and the governor, when she signed the legislation, said that these uh, bill these offices are going to get a constitutional vote this year, then the constitutional vote in the next two years in the next legislature, and then a, a vote by the public, uh, probably in uh, 2026, um, and, uh, and then it will start to move those offices after the 2030 elections, because it takes a few years 
for these things to align. That's the same thing, by the way, by the stuff that is moving this year. It's going to take a few years for this stuff to align because you can't uh, cut short a public term of office of an elected voter or elected official, uh, you know, by law. You can only cut short their future terms. Uh, and the way that this is going to, to work is that if somebody's serving a term of office right now, they get to fill that full term and then their next term is cut one year short to get them on the even year. So when they run for office, they'll be running for a single year or a three-year cycle. So buckle in. This is how it works. If you're a town office, county legislator, county executive, county comptroller uh, throughout New York State, uh, and you're trying to determine when you might move over to the next year, or if you're following them, and you're trying to find out when they're gonna move over to even years, here's how it works. If you were elected to a four-year term in 2021, then in 2025, when that four-year term is up, you'll be on a, you'll be running for re-election for a three-year term, or somebody running for your position will be running for a three-year term instead of a four-year term, and thus aligning your elections with 2028 elections, the presidential cycle. If you were elected to a four-year term this last year in 2023, then you will run again in 2027 for a three-year term, and then thus aligning your election with the, the 2030 elections and with the gubernatorial cycle. If you were elected in 2023 on a two-year term, then in 2025, you will run on a one-year term and then thus run on even years starting in 2026 and going to 2028 and so on and so forth, running on both presidential and gubernatorial elections. So that is how it works. So all of these offices that were just elected this next last year, they get to serve out their full term. Then they are serving out, then they get a term that is one year shy of whatever term that they've served out and then they get their full terms again now that then once they're aligned to the even year so this is actually quite a staggered movement and i like that because one of the things that brought me along on this law by the way i wasn't necessarily on board with this law uh back when it was proposed last legislative session because uh i the, some changes needed to be made because i felt like that they, they were trying to do it too fast and then this next year, they heard that a lot of elections commissioners uh, felt that it was coming too fast and it would be too hard to do all at once. And so the staggered rollovers will give us time to A, inform the public about it, B, change our voting systems and or reprogram our voting systems to get ready for it, and C, allow the court process to go through. Now, the New York State Association of Counties, along with our own county executive and many others throughout uh, the state, have threatened legal action, and they have plenty of time to do so. Uh, you know, I feel very confident. I'm not a lawyer, um, but I've talked to a lot of lawyers who wrote this law and a lot of lawyers who even uh, are against this law that have, have uh, you know, 
It said that the New York State Legislature is the ultimate authority of when to set elections in New York, and that the Constitution gives them a lot of latitude to do so, with the exception of cities and uh, the constitutional offices. And thus, that's why those need a constitutional amendment, and these other ones don't. And I know that there's going to be a lot of detractors out there with a lot of false arguments about why this is being done. And I've done a couple longer Twitter threads over the last week about this while I was uh, not feeling well, uh, you know, sitting around on my phone, just deciding that I had to, to speak out against some of the the false um, the false uh, equivalencies that are put out there. But I'm going to just talk a little bit about some of those right now, because I think some people would rightfully ask, why didn't those cities get moved in the wall, you know, at the same time. And even if you could move them at the same time, I think it's a bad idea. Uh, they did move them. They are going to move them with a constitutional amendment for one. So, and that takes time to get through. And the good thing about staggering out these, uh, uh, these rollouts is that you're not necessarily telling the boards of elections, oh, by the way, you got to go from a smaller office to a whole hundred, you know, 30 more offices each year. Uh, right in the, right at the beginning of the process. No, this is piecing it out. We're kind of putting a few on here, a few on here, 26, 28, 30. These are all going to take time. And then I assume when the cities and uh, the constitutional offices get moved uh, and the judicial offices get moved, those will take another, you know, staggered sets. Maybe not uh, four years, maybe it'll only be two years, but it'll give us time to move these elections and also inform the public, but also uh, have the ability to do these longer ballots at, with our newer machines. It will give us time to buy newer machines if we have to. Most of the um, boards of elections between now and 2030 are going to be replacing machines. This will know, we'll have to know what our capabilities are. And yes, the machines that we have in Onondaga County, they can, the new machines that got this, they can do what's called a 22-inch ballot. We do a 17-inch ballot now. We can do a 22-inch ballot and blow those ballot, you know, and be able to try to fit most of this on a one-page ballot. Some counties with lots of offices will have to go to a two-page ballot, and that is what they do in uh, uh, New York City. But that doesn't necessarily mean that that's what we'll have to do, because another piece of the puzzle that can be done is that the leg legislature can allow us to do things like put the props on the front of the ballot. Uh, a lot of uh, other things that uh, that we can do to make this a lot easier, to, you know, uh, have uh, better ballot designs and that kind of stuff in New York State that will make this easier for us as election administrators to do so. Uh, so I'm hopeful, I'm very hopeful, that uh, we'll be able to have some very, uh, um, very, uh, uh, very unique and uh, abilities to take a look at at this and make sure that we're able to get this done right. It's going to take a lot of work. It's going to take a lot of time. But now that it's in the law, we're going to do it. Uh, and we have to do it. It's in the law. Um, they're going to go to court. People are going to go to court. Say lobby. You might win. You might lose. Um, so... Uh, you know, but in in the meantime, the law is the law of the land, 
and we will start to work on this. But again, it won't even start to take effect until 2025. So next year's elections in 2024, everything is going the same as it was. The biggest change next year is redistricting, which I covered in my last week's Zoom with Zarni with Jeff Weiss about the new redistricting for the congressional uh, um, uh, uh, maps. So, um, so that is what is going on with even your election. So let me try to sum up again. Town, all town offices except for town justices, all county or the countywide offices of county exec and county comptroller, and the county legislature will start to move to even year elections in 2026. If you were elected to a four year term in 2021, you will get a three year term in 2025 and move to the presidential elections starting in 2028. If you are uh, a four year term in 2023, you will get a three-year election in 2027 and move to the gubernatorial elections in 2030. And if you are a two-year term in 2025, you will get a one-year term and then move to the uh, to the even-year elections running on both governors and presidential elections in 2026, 2028, and so on. Uh, offices such as DA, sheriff, county clerk, um, uh, the uh, city of Syracuse offices, judicial offices, and villages, uh, and school districts, all of that stuff, suburban school districts, they're not uh, affected by this yet. Uh, there are talks of constitutional amendments that will bring them into the fold after 2030. Uh, so that is what we have uh, going forward. Um, we will have to see uh, how... This plays out in the courts, uh, and uh, how uh, uh, it plays out uh, in uh, uh, you know in in our election uh, administrative world as well over the last next couple of years. So uh, it's going to be uh, uh, it's going to be uh, it's going to be fun. Yes, and David says ballots get simpler when you get rid of fusion voting. Uh, I agree. <laughs> I would love to get rid of fusion voting or at least change it so a, a candidate's name doesn't appear multiple times, but a party symbol ne appears next to the candidate's name and they appear once. Uh, that would change a lot to get ballot design a lot better. But I don't think that's changing anytime soon, but you never know. We might be able to use these even year elections as a way to compel the legislature to do some look at these modified designs. So, there we are. Uh, that's all I got time for today. Um, I'm still kind of sick. Uh, so, I'm going to get uh, back in the house uh, and take care of my wife and son uh, and uh, try to enjoy the holidays. I have actually am off of work. I took off of work to try to do a vacation. And... While I guess it's good that I was off because I was sick the entire time, um, it's, there's a lot of stuff that I want to get done before we start the new year around the house. I will do a commissioner in car this week with Max Ruckdeschel of the County uh, Democratic Committee. Uh, we'll be taking a look back at 2023 and a look ahead to 2024. That'll air on Friday. No planned weekly walk this weekend. I think I'm going to take this weekend off and just relax. Um, and uh, and not do a weekly wonk this weekend and start off the new year 
the next year with a look at my website, DustinZarney.com, uh, and uh, that will uh, uh, take a look at my second year of running that website, how uh, it grew and, and what kind of content I have there for you. And then we'll start getting into some of the opinion pieces that I want to write as we're waiting for the stats to come out in February so I can do some really looking at the, the races next year. So uh, that's what I've got going on. Go to DustinZarney.com and subscribe. You can get an email every time I do content or election news updates. Uh, thank you so much and enjoy the rest of your 2023. And I'll see you again in 2024. Bye-bye.